Hi everyone and welcome to a Mario Rosenstock podcast special. It's a bonus special because this week I'm very excited about the Ryder Cup. Um, I'm one of those people who personally believe it's a great sporting event um, because there's edge involved, there's nerves, there's tension and there's a big battle between um, the team that is the European uh, team and the team of individuals which is the Americans and it always makes for a compelling sporting event. And who better to talk about this compelling sporting event than the great impressionist himself, a man of many golf impressions, Connor Moore. I caught up with Connor and we talked all things Ryder Cup. Do you know what? I was just thinking, this is the Ryder Cup. Uh, the Ryder Cup is coming up and this is like your World Cup, your Cheltenham, your Glastonbury and your All-Ireland final all in one go and your electric picnic. It's Connor Moore time. And you must be chomping at the bit. You don't want to lose your voice in the next week or so. Oh, I know. And would you believe I was at a GA game on Saturday and I was roaring and shouting and I went for a few pints on Saturday night. And I went for more than a few. I didn't get to bed till five. I woke up yesterday morning. I was like, oh no, don't tell me I've lost. You know, and the voice is very uh, croaky. I said, yeah. don't tell me I've lost the voice because I have a couple of videos to drop this week. Um, I'm actually just writing them here today and stuff. Uh, but you know, I, I absolutely love this week. I think there's nothing like the Ryder Cup. When it comes to golf, it is like a proper sports event. Golf is so individualistic. Everybody supports everybody. And this is the only time really where it's like two teams, El Clasico are coming again, you know, coming together and, and, and facing off. So like, yeah, it's class. That's right. That's right. That's what I wrote down actually in my second thing. It, I said to myself, it's a great sporting event. It is, it is actually a great event. And the reason for that is it has edge. It has tension. It has nervous tension. Um, I don't know if you know this, but in the 2006 Ryder Cup, we broadcast from the 2006 Ryder Cup in, in the K Club uh, on the radio. And we were, on the f- we were just off the first tee. And Tiger Woods came to the tee with Darren Clark. And of course, Darren was in that very emotional state after the death of his wife. I remember that. And Darren, I don't know, Darren blasted it. The place went nuts. And Darren blasted it down the, the first fairway, right? Place went nuts. Tiger puts it in the lake <laughs> the first hole and oh man he put it in the lake and so we all knew that. and then that was the beginning of a, of a, a wild weekend and um, we all know what happened but um, you're, you must be madly looking forward to it so you're writing videos and going to produce videos for is this for the Golf Pass channel? Yeah for the Golf Channel uh, slash Golf Pass um, yeah I was at it two, I was at it I was going to say two years ago but it was three years ago when I was at it I was at it in Paris and it was just like it was unbelievable. And the first tee, they were doing, you remember the Icelandic clap? Yeah. That thing, that was all going on. And everybody kept telling me, because I hadn't been to one before, they were like, you have to get there at 6 a.m. on the first day. So if you are going to it, make sure you're there. 6 a.m., get a good like spot for the first tee because the atmosphere is unbelievable. Like it's just yeah. roars and roars and roars. And it's all and it's done like a stadium and everything. And the Golf Nacional was kind of built purposely for the Ryder Cup. So like yeah. it was all a, a bit like a Lynx golf course, a lot of hills in between the fairway or yeah. either side of the fairway so you could stand up and watch it. But when I got there, obviously I had done the video the week before for, uh, for the European tour. And uh, Michael Jordan had arrived for the USA on the Monday. And so I had done my video on the Monday and then they brought in Jordan and one of my mates. Now, I was only kicking off in the golf world at the time, but one of my mates sent me a, a clip from Sports Center in America. And it was this American guy and he was sitting there and he goes, so the Ryder Cup uh, takes place this week. Europe bring in uh, comedian Connor Moore while the USA draft in basketball legend Michael Jordan. <laughs> 
There was a picture of me and Jordan. <laughs> Seven foot nine. And like, you know, yeah, yeah. this wig. And I was going, oh well, my. The only way is up, Connor. Oh. The only way is up after that. <laughs> hey, I got the victory, didn't I? I put that out. It says Connor Moore won, Michael Jordan zero. <laughs> it's absolutely. I remember the um, the crowds actually in France and it, it reminded me of the Olympia Theatre actually because the Olympia Theatre is like two, it's like a column of faces just lined up in a wall in front of you and they're really close to you. So it reminded me of that. Um, from from what you know is, uh, are the are the Americans expecting to win it? No, I don't think they are. They actually go in with like a, a, quite a skeptical feel. Like you can even see on social media, like some of the talk from the Americans, like when Steve Stricker announced his picks, the six of them came on the screen and they were like, uh, you know, Jordan Speed, yeah, you know, just uh, obviously very proud to, to be picked and uh, it's really good. Tony Finnow comes on and goes, yeah, just you know, help the Americans out, blah, blah. So it's very casual and kind of, you know, they're going there from the thing. Then Podrick is like, so my first pick is Sergio Garcia and nearly cuts to Sergio and he's like, you know, it's just so great to be part of it, man. You know, and then he cuts to Paul and Paul is like, you know, I'm just ready for it. I'm ready for it. And then Shane is there. He comes on and he's the next guy. He's like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm like a child at Christmas. You know what I mean? I can't believe I got the pick. And they're buzzing to be part of this. And the Americans are just kind of like, oh, it's just another week. While the Europeans, and I think it maybe comes from like the guys even that he picked, like, Shane's a bit of a GA guy. Poulter is a big soccer man. Um, Sergio is also a big soccer man. So they get the team vibe. You know what I mean? They get that like it's a special week. While I don't know if the Americans appreciate it as much. Who was, I was talking to Justin Leonard last week and Justin would have sank the putt in 1999. And he was saying that... Uh, the, the, I was asking him about the camaraderie. And he was saying that the difference yeah. between Europe and the USA is that when the Europeans come over to America, they hang out together stuff because they're not from yes. here so when they come yes. over you know Shane Lowry comes on to the PGA Tour Rory McIlroy's ringing him come on let's do this let's do this so they kind yes. of, some of them then yeah. don't speak the, the lingo like if it's Fran Molinari whatever you know and they're coming from different now they do obviously now but when they first come over maybe they don't so they kind of hang out together a bit more and there's that yes. camaraderie and then you've got like Brooks and Bryson and everything it's going to be an interesting week but I, I do think um, Europe are going to do it just looking at how motivated they are like as players and the, t- the the times as well are absolutely perfect the tea times for for us in europe are absolutely perfect like we begin to watch it like at like two o'clock on friday afternoon and then the sec the four balls are on at six o'clock on friday evening it's just perfect for a few a few schnifters and watching the old <laughs> Ryder cup and then you know you wake up with a little groggy head on saturday more Ryder cup and then sunday more Ryder cup in the singles and everything you know you're so right like i way prefer being here this side of the world watching it because it's nighttime golf. You can actually on a Saturday go down to the pub and you can get a pub that doesn't have any music. You can watch the golf in there. And then Sunday evening before work on a Monday and stuff, it's just lovely. While I would have been watching it for the last two years um, and it would have been finished at like 5 p.m. It's just yeah. a weird, you're doing stuff in the afternoon. You know, I'm yeah, not sitting yeah. down watching golf. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, I'd like to share with um, my podcast audience because you were such a hit the first time you appeared. And so many people uh, love you anyway, Connor. But you were such a hit on this particular podcast when you first appeared that um, I'd love to, you know, use the time to break out some of your fantastic golf impressions. So I remember I started doing Podrick Harrington around 2006. And one of the first impressions I ever did of him on radio was uh, of a gu- that I pretended Podrick Harrington was a garbage truck reversing backwards. So it was just on stage. <laughs> So it was just eh, 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 eh. 
So I'll introduce, I'll be pouring for a minute and I'll introduce some of my teammates, if you don't mind, right? So uh, I'm delighted, I'm absolutely delighted to be joined um, by, you know, most of the Ryder Cup team. You know, some of actually the people here aren't on the Ryder Cup team, but we'll get to meet them later. Uh, first of all, though, you know, probably, you know, he's the postman, he always delivers. So Ian Poulter, everybody, Ian, uh, you know, Ian, uh, you know, how are you looking forward to this Ryder Cup? Uh, well, I'm certainly looking forward to it. I mean, it's uh, it's Ian Poulter week, as some people call it. You know, uh, I've got to be in my bonnet. I've got to be in my bonnet. You know, the PJ Tour they gave Patrick Cantlay Player of the Year. I mean, how did I mean? I should have won the FedEx Cup. I was only one or two hundred thousand points short of him. You know what I mean? But I think this week it's uh, you know, yeah. there's no I in team, but there is an no. Ian. There is an there Ian. There is an Ian. There is an Ian. Absolutely so fantastic. Worry, Ian. I've got it. Fantastic, eight five and a half points out of uh, six in in Ryder Cup singles. So absolutely amazing. And Sergio, you know, you and I have crossed swords a few times. Uh, you know, so I, I know we don't, you know, always see eye to eye. But you are a fantastic player. You're going to bring it, Sergio. Yeah, I think uh, you know, uh, just uh, honored that you would have picked me. Um, I was trying to think yeah. in my head. Uh, you know, if you didn't pick me, I. I probably would have punched the face off you, you know, because that's the, the type of relationship that we have. We can laugh. My stupid, my, my stupid laugh against your stupid laugh. Great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, lovely. And Rory, Rory, of course, I mean, there was no way I wasn't going to pick you because you, you mean, you know, you haven't won a major in 15 years, but, you know, you're still a banker. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I think um, you're coming into a Ryder Cup, you know, you need um a player you need a player with you know form and stuff and while i might not have won a major you know i did you know i played well at the masters i know i didn't win i played well at the pga i didn't win i i played at the us open i didn't win and i played at the open and i didn't win so i've been very consistent (laughs) you know and i think consistency is what we're looking for here so i think you made you know you've got a good guy here Okay, I wanted to ask actually now that um, thanks, Podrick, for that, and thanks, uh, Rory. I wanted to ask a couple of the guys who are not have, have nothing to do with the Ryder Cup uh, to see what they will think of the Ryder Cup. One guy that I was disappointed didn't get picked, and I know he's there with us today, Justin Rose. Justin, I mean, you were a probably, you know, a lot of people would have picked you, Justin, but um, you know, you didn't get picked. Have, do you feel a little bit left out? Well, you know, I think it's uh, it's obviously a very difficult position to be in for Podrick. Um, you know, I'm a little bit upset. I love that, that he, impression, actually. He's, he's not, he, he sounds he sounds like a chartered surveyor from Guildford. Do you know what's weird, actually, right? I actually was trying to do him and I couldn't do him when I gave up. I completely gave up. And one you day I was, now. I was doing an England video and I was in doing Roy Hodgson. And I had the camera on and I was like, well, you know, I thought uh, we played very, very well out there today. I thought it was very, very good game, you know, and uh, very, very. And my brother walked by the room and he walks in and he goes, you doing Justin Rose? And I was like, no, I'm doing Roy Hodgson. And I was like, F you. <laughs> you know, I was insulted. Yeah, 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 and when I got yeah. back to the camera, I was like, oh no, I got him. <laughs> I you like, got him. That's the tick. So I started, you so, know, the way you're doing it, you, you do it in a certain way. And then I was doing him. And then I was like, you know, all the guys, ebbs and flows and all that kind of thing. And I got, I was disappointed for him. He didn't make it. Um, that's brilliant. Lad, but yeah, that's how I got Rosie. That's brilliant. And the way you did Sergio Garcia as well. Do him again? Well, I think I do it. It's a very sexy accent. I think... uh, Yeah, and do you know who I think Sergio is a distant cousin of? Who? Gerlach Nan. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I can't believe Harrington didn't pick me. I thought he would have brought me in. Do you know what I mean? Even a motivational talk. Absolutely. How would that have gone, Ger? 
I would have walked in there with the hull and I would have bet the face off Polter, right? Because I hate arrogance. Do you know what I mean? I would have absolutely yeah. bet Polter. I would have bet Rory and told him get his finger out of his hole and mentally get stuck into it. And I want to see him next time he's a, a Sunday at the, a, 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 in a major championship to walk out. And when Marty Morrissey asks him, is he going to do what I want him to say? I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, and look uh, at... And Shane, Shane Lowry, I'm just looking at you here. You're just, you're like a kid in a China, you're like a kid in a toy shop. You just can't believe it, what's happening this week, can you? It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I'm just absolutely delighted. Uh, you know, things are really looking up for Offaly at the minute, you know. Um, I'm just, I don't know what to say. I'm like, I when I heard, I just, I went for a few drinks. So I went celebrating on Monday. <laughs> had a few drinks on Tuesday. Uh Went out on the, well, I was on the piss on Wednesday, uh, was down Limerick then, Thursday was on the piss down there, Friday went through, so it's, it's, it's just been like any sounds, other week for me, Mario. Sounds like a Craig David song there in the making, Connor. <laughs> a normal week for uh, Shane, and that's it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Rio Ferdinand, what would your take be on the, I know you're a big golfing fan, Rio, what would your take be on Bryson and uh, Brooks' saga? I mean, it's, you know, would you have take, be taking sides or anything? Or? Um, oh, no, I mean, you've got to have, uh, you've got to have, uh, camaraderie you've got I've got team cohesion you know what I mean and that's why I think Patrick Arrington I said it to him I don't think he's, he's the right guy for the job I think uh, get rid of Arrington and give it to give it to Giggsy at the end of the season wait a minute you're talking about Brooks and Bryson get rid of Steve Stricker I mean strike it <laughs> <laughs> you're mixing wheel. your names up mate and Harry Redknapp I mean obviously have you got any money on this I mean you're, you like a little punt have you got any money on the Ryder Cup who would you be going to 8, eight, eight to 15 you're 8 to 15 America 2 to well, 1, two to one oh, Europe I was I was looking at a couple of bets, Mario. I was, you know what I mean. I was I, I thought Tiger was involved. He's not involved, you know. I seen Europe, you know, evens. I stuck a nifty on that one, you know. Uh, you know, I thought there was a little bet there on teammates uh, stealing other teammates uh, gear in the changing rooms, but uh, I was going to have was twelve to one. But Patrick Reed's not going now, so I think that's off the table that bet, you know. But yeah, yeah listen. I could bet on anything, you know. I think it's going to be a fantastic, terrific, terrific season, you know what I mean? It, fantastic. Absolutely, Harry. It, it's going to be an amazing season that lasts only three days uh, this weekend. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? But actually, one of the, my favourites of Conor Moore, and he's always got him hanging around on his shoulders, and I know he's a massive golf fan, even though a lot of us didn't know this, is on Taoiseach, Michal Martin. And Michal... Martin, I mean, you will be glued to this Ryder Cup. When you, I know you shouldn't be because you should be working, but, I mean, you will be glued to the Ryder Cup like the rest of us. Well, as I say, Mario, uh, I should be working, you know what I mean? But uh, like some people, I haven't done a day's work in years. Um, I can't wait for the golf. I really, you know, with uh, Ian, or I was about to say input with Padraig Harrington and Shane Lowry flying the flag. Hopefully we get we get the victory and uh, we get to celebrate and go on the piss uh, down in Dublin when they come back. Please, God. Man. Absolutely. And it would, be a, it would be a triumph for Europe and the European idea as well, wouldn't it, Michal, of course? Absolutely. The European Union and we can shove it up Boris Johnson's hole then, you know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, very good. Come here. Have you had many encounters with yourself with the... Um with the, the the lads on the American team, have you had to, have you have you you've had calls to hang out with some of them, haven't you, or work with them? I mean, obviously, I mean, we talked about Tiger before, so we don't have to go over that ground. But what about jo- Justin or uh, or Jordan Spieth or Dustin or any of those guys? Did you get to meet any of those guys? Uh, no, I haven't really. It's amazing. I haven't had no. Phil Mickelson wrote to me a few weeks ago to say, you know, um, you are you're great for the game. Just wrote to me on Instagram. <laughs> great for the game, well done. And I was like, chuffed with that. That is a big, big Phil Mickelson fan. Yeah, and so am I. Did he write to him? Did you yeah, write to him? Yeah, he wrote to me on Instagram and was like, uh, just wanted to tell you you're doing, you know, great stuff for the game. And then just put his thumbs That's up. That's lovely. <laughs> He's so positive, um, isn't he, Phil? 
Oh, he's a class act. That's why I think him being a vice captain is a good. Um, it's it's kind of a good omen because I remember like when Tom Watson. Do you remember he made that uh, press conference uh, speech after Tom Watson they lost to yes. Paul McGinley, and he was and talking he kind of questioned Tom Watson's leadership in a way, wasn't he? Yeah, and he said when they won it with Azinger that they went into pods. So like they broke it up twelve people. You got four, four, and four, and you didn't hang around with anyone really except for big team meetings. But you spent the week in your pod and you knew you weren't going to play with anybody except the people in your pod. I think with the Brooks and Bryson thing, I think they'll break it up into three pods. Now, there's a possibility Bryson will be in pod one, Brooks will be in pod two, and everybody else will be in pod three. But <laughs> they're going to they're gonna do something. What do you think of the Brooks and Bryson thing? Do you think it's um, a little fabricated or do you think it's real? Is the, is the, is the, is the, is the, the narc between them real or is it a little bit put on? I, I think there's a there's an element to both to it. When it happened first, I was like, "Oh, this is this is brilliant. This is excellent. It's a bit of crack, um, you know, between golfers and stuff." But then you see when Bryson is losing and the fans are kind of really giving him a lot of stick and they're calling him Brooks, and you can see he's visibly upset over it. Like the last he lost the um, tournament there two or three weeks ago, and like he nearly went for a fan as he was walking in, as someone shouted at him and stuff. So, like, when it turns a little bit nasty, like, I don't think it matters if you're a celebrity or if you've loads of money or whatever, but if you feel people are at you, it's just not nice. So, like, I think it went to a place where it wasn't nice. And that's why I think Brooks has stopped, because I think it was meant to be a bit of crack and it turned a little bit nasty. And um, I think, yeah, who knows? They could come out. It'd be funny. It would be very funny if they paired them together on the Friday. That would be... uh, I think that'd be yeah. absolutely epic. I would love to see that. Just as, but you don't think there's a remote chance in hell that they could do that, do you? Imagine what a box office draw that would be if somebody found out that they were drawn together. Oh, it would be amazing, and it would be. I think it would signal something. I'm sure Steve uh, Stricker has kind of even toyed with the idea or tried to find out if the two of them, if this is all put on or something. Because who knows? Maybe it is a bit put on, and the two of them are going to play together. I don't know. Although on the on the flip side of that, Bryson is. Like, he's an attention seeker. And I don't mean that as an insult, but some guys are like that. They love the attention. He's different. He's a, he's a maverick, and he does things his own way. With that comes attention. He enjoys it, but then sometimes it's negative attention. And then, But if, if you're doing these things, you just got to roll with it. I just don't think, I don't like sometimes when Brooks is, like, uh, calling people out to kind of tease him. That's just no, that. I don't like that as well. That's bullying. Yeah. That's kind of pylon stuff. But, 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 but I do, funny enough, because I've heard, I listen to a few golf podcasty things, and it's funny how um, there's a quite a lot of anti-Bryson uh, DeChambeau sentiment among golf people. And I find that a bit strange because <clears throat> when I see DeChambeau on the tee with the fans, and he's lighting up the fans, he's big smile, they're getting him going, he's getting them going. And you kind of say, he is good for the game. He is bringing eyes and ears and, and, and clicks onto the game. Whereas you could argue Brooks is very surly and very, you know, doesn't say much, doesn't do yeah. much. But Bryson, Bryson's turning on the personality. Now, on the other hand, he drives the ball and he doesn't shout for, um, which is, you know, that's, that's, that's not on either. But still, he's kind of entertainment. A bit, no, I completely agree with that. And he is like, even for me, like doing the show, we had a meeting one day about the show and we're like, are we talking about Bryson too much? And then, you know, about two weeks later, we were like, you know, we're not. Because every time we sit down at the start of a week, to, what are we talking about? Bryson has done or said something that's in the news that like we just have to do. So you're never really, well, at least I don't feel like we're overdoing it with him. But it's, 
yeah, I think he's good for the game. You look at even McGregor in the UFC. All the UFC guys hate McGregor. They're always talking about him. But let's be honest about it. Who would Nate Diaz be or Khabib Nurmagomedov be if Conor McGregor didn't exist? You know? how, how do you find how do you find Deshambo to do? I don't even I can't even sorry I I I'm not close enough to it so I can't even picture his voice uh, now. But do you find him? Is he nondescript or is he easy or is he? Do, have you been trying him, practicing him, or doing him much? Or yeah, and he's one of those voice? that like you kind of make a cartoon out of. You know, I've got the big bodysuit and then I've got the, yeah, the yeah. Ben Hogan hat. It's like yeah, you know, Mario. It's like you know, you got to take in wind, uh, air density, and uh, you know, friction values and all that. And I just talk a lot of shit about stuff I don't know. Even what yeah. I'm saying most of the time, but you got to just roll your eyes like this, you know? But, uh, yeah, so you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit of a cartoon on him. Yeah, so doing him, uh, even doing Brooks, Brooks is like, again, just, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. There's actually a little bit um, of Rio Ferdinand in Brooks. Yeah, and, uh, no, <laughs> I so. heard that there. Yeah, there's there's that a bit there. of everybody and everybody. There's a bit of Connor Moore in all them too. <laughs> It's a bit of Conor Moore in all of them too. Listen, Conor, we're we're, we're going to we're go, we're going to uh, for, I'm going to ask you for two things. First of all, give me a prediction. A prediction. I think Europe are going to win 15-13. 15-13, Yeah. And finally, um, finally, Connor, we'll leave the last word to, of course, uh, the great man who can't be there. Maybe he never will be there again. But I presume you'd be watching. Tiger, will you be watching from Jupiter, Florida? What will you be doing? Is it and who's going to win? <sighs> Well, uh, Marion, you know, it's a, it's a really tough question, dude. It really is. I think who's going to win? Oh, I think Liverpool. Liverpool look good. And, uh, <laughs> Go for Liverpool as well. Uh, Tiger, just one more question. Are you capable of answering a question without saying really tough? Well, oh, that's tough, you know, and uh, you know, <laughs> okay, predict, uh, you know, a winner this week. But look, I'm injured, obviously still. You know, my, I hurt my neck recently as well. You know, I was uh, looking up my bank account. It just went pop. So, uh, you know, the back is bad. But who knows? I'm, will I be back? I don't know. The back is bad. I like that. The back is bad. The way you said that, that was really nice. Um, by the way, do you think he'll come back, Connor? Uh, yes, I definitely think he'll come back. Can he win again is another question. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone can answer that question until they see. Like, if his leg was... Even from I'm, I'm out doing golf lessons at the minute. I'm like, where the man's t- talking to me about body weight and all this kind of stuff. And... You know, your legs are very important. And if you can't get, that's where your power comes from in golf, really, to lower half your body a lot. And uh, if he can't, like, put the pressure down on his, like, I don't know which leg it is or whatever, but, like, either leg, I don't know if you can win. If you can hit it as far or whatever, then you're against, like, Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy and these people. So, like, I do think he'll come back, definitely, because he'll be able to swing a club and he'll be... You know, he's won that many majors. I think he's in all the majors. He can still play them for another 10 or 20 years. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll be back. I just don't know if he can win. That's the, the million-dollar question. I would love to see it. I think yeah. it would, again, be one of the greatest moments in golf. But who knows? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Connor, we leave it there. Listen, have a great week. Get your sketches done. And uh, let's get it all done before we settle in for that blissful weekend of nonstop <laughs> golf. <laughs> Enjoy, Bye. Connor. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, pal. Cheers. And that's it from this bonus podcast. Uh, Thanks a million to you for listening. Thanks to Curry's PC World, as always, for their support. And don't forget to get in touch with me personally. You are in your droves. Getting in touch with me personally to mariorosenstock at gmail.com. And I will get back to you all in due course. Thank you very much. See you next time.